0: Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there, we'll answer your questions, you can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. So check those things out, please become a patron, if you can't do that, give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts, that's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much, and enjoy part four of the podcast.
1: Like his first, you know, scripted film. This is fucking amazing. Like, it really, really is. High fives all around. It's really good. Like, there's a couple of parts where we're like, yeah, that wire pull went a little slow, and he could have been dropped a little quicker or whatever. But, man, this is solid. Like, there's quite a few moments where you're just like, holy fucking shit. Like, really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's tremendous. Um, Uda here goes, he he gets away from the motorcycle guy here now because he got clotheslined off the bike. And uh, he goes, and he ends up finding Adit in his little hiding place here, and gives him the the blanket thing that he has with the money wrapped into it. And he says to Adit, hey man, look, you stay here, you gotta be strong, I'm gonna get your sister, okay? Like, I'm gonna go get her, I'm gonna bring her back, everything's gonna be cool in the gang.
1: In the alley against the far wall, there's actually a painted silhouette of a man who's holding a gun to his head, and yep. there's a big heart in the center. After Yuda talks to adit he basically stands up and his body is in the same position so the gun is to his head yeah and you can see the heart over his shoulder so i think it was an intentional little foreshadowing thing which i thought was awesome
0: yeah that was really great that was very well done from a a shot choice perspective really well done very good foreshadowing thing here and uda leaves adit here and uh, once that shot finishes they get a real slow shot but then Jesus Christ, man, shit just hits the fan here because Uta comes in and just starts laying waste to Dude, these motherfuckers. <laughs> this is
1: fucking amazing. This is a one-shot, man. This is a one-shot yeah. with a steadicam. And It's crazy. It is incredible. Now, I was watching a little bit about this. Apparently, this was the first thing they shot. So usually you start out with, okay, let's shoot this or that or the other thing. This is the first thing that they shot and they That's shot crazy. this for 7 hours 56 takes Holy this took shit. to to get to get two usable takes it took 56 takes of the guy with the steady cam and Gareth That's Evans nice. is quoted as saying everything had to be absolutely perfect because he wanted to showcase silat and anybody who was critical of the film would have nothing to say because they had to catch every angle without a cut yeah but there's like there's a guy that throws a front kick, he scoops it and kicks him. There's a guy down on his hands and knees, he kicks in the chest, his head flies back and hits a table. That that's that's one of the best oneers <laughs> in an action film out there. There's no cuts, man.
0: There's no cuts. No. No, that's a crazy scene. When you when you think he goes in and he kicks the ass out of like what, five guys?
1: Yeah, I think it's five or seven guys.
0: Yeah, and like convincingly kicks the shit out of these dudes.
1: And the coverage, like we're always saying, "Oh, it was too much editing, too much editing well, guess what zero editing <laughs> like zero. absolutely zero
0: how many cuts zero that's one shot start sucking. How do you like them apples yeah like, it's it's tremendous and then we get a great shot, I thought of Ratger and Luke here taking Astri upstairs and into the elevator with Eric mm-hmm. yeah, and they take Astri into the elevator and they're basically Ratger looks at Eric and is like, I don't need you here. Like, fuck off, go somewhere else and guard them, Gu- you know, guard the place or whatever. And Eric, like, Yayan Ruihan's great in this scene. Cause he looks yeah. and they get that shot of Astri with the tear running down. Yep. Over the duct tape that's covering her mouth. And he sees that. And you can see in his face, even though he doesn't say anything, you can see him like, fuck, I'm doing, I'm, I'm the bad guy here. Yes, like you can you can see that recognition in his face of like fuck. Yeah, this I'm I'm the bad guy. Shit. Yeah, and the elevator door closes and he kind of turns around like fuck, man. God damn it. Like I'm the bad guy. And drops his head. Yeah. But then again, Uda in the parking garage here. Fucks these four dudes up (laughs) man
1: i love this fighting style and choreography i really love it these guys he's he's catching front kicks and he's throwing front kicks and he's doing leg takedowns and shit there's a dude that throws a fucking garbage can at his head like it's (laughs) fucking fun like it's just really really fast paced like it's it's awesome i really love the way that the choreography is done here, like it's it's very kinetic, but it feels realistic, man. Like he's it does. bashing the fuck out of them, man. He goes inside and flips a guy through a glass top table, and there's just so much happening here, like roundhouse kicks, wheel kicks. He's doing throws, like it it feels very realistic. In we know it's unrealistic, but it feels very realistic. It feels like he's actually fighting these guys.
0: Well, it, yeah, it feels hard and. We talked about, I think it was season one, we talked about the Karate Kid where when Pat Morita was showing Daniel why his training was working about wax the floor and sand the fence and all that shit. Yes. And we said, remember, you know, he's actually punching at Daniel's face so that Daniel has to block it. Yes. And that that's real. Like, that's happening here where when these guys are punching, like, they're they're throwing at each other. And they have oh, to block, yes. and they're blocking hard. Like, you can tell when Eco Ues is blocking these stunt guys throwing shit at him. He has to block yeah. them, and he's blocking hard.
1: Well, I remember we went to that movie Stunt Course, and, you know, that guy threw the punch, and I put up the block, and he's like, yeah, don't make any contact. You will, We'll be bruised up real bad. And I was like... Oh, okay. Like, like, yeah. And we both left that day pissed because we yeah. were like, oh Isn't man, that the the point?" stunt fighting was, yeah. Like
0: we want this to look fucking good. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to look awesome. You're not supposed to look like pity pat bullshit. And this movie does not look like pity pat bullshit. It does not. But do you know what
1: looks a little fucked up is when they go, they cut to this fucking scene of, ah, goddamn that piece of shit. Ratger fucking raped Astri. Yeah. I fucking didn't think it was going to get dark like that, man.
0: Yeah, I wanted him to die before. Yeah. I, really, I wanted him to die in a slow, violent manner. After seeing this scene, I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. The
1: cinematography in the scene, like the cinematography is is beautiful in its the way that it's shot. Cause yeah. She's laying on the bed and she is she's in shock almost, right? She, well, she fucking yeah, she's in
0: another place, right? Like she had to she kinda, is, it looks like she disassociated yeah. because you know, the the fucking horrific trauma of that situation, right? She's laying down and
1: she's looking across at another girl who looks fucking dead. Yeah. And she's thrown up like white and whatnot, and then you know, he has to fucking say some bullshit like, Yeah, you're just a bitch that makes me eight hundred dollars a week or something like that and he fucking leaves. It's like what a piece of shit. I really Fuck want this fucker dead guy. now. So yeah, I mean he like does a, a good job at oh, I really love to see this guy get killed in a horrific way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He he does a good job, much like the whatever that lady's name was in uh Lady Snowblood. Oh like fucker. how much I wanted her to die. Like Yeah. I want him to die more than her. And that's okay, and come, good, good
1: on him. Coming up next is my favorite scene in the movie. I have, like, this is my favorite, favorite scene by a lot.
0: This is a really good scene because they go down. Uda kicks the fuck out of a couple more guys here. And then he gets in the elevator and he pushes the button and, you know, the little thing's going up and he's standing there just kind of collecting himself, gathering himself for the this battle that he has to get through now. And the elevator stops and... On floor five, the door is open, and Eric is standing there and turns around and mm. gives him the look. And then they both realize, like... The turn is awesome. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's really good. So Eric turns around, slowly walks into the elevator, and they both kind of stand there facing the same way. Eric kind of mad dogs him a little bit, but they look there, and then as the doors close... There's just there's no words. They're just kind of that shot from the back, the two of them, and you can yeah. almost see Eric's shoulders, kind of like,
1: <sighs>
0: like, all right, so you're the guy, huh? It's, like, it's fucking <laughs> incredible. Using,
1: like, it's really these good. guys that that met. They they're both from the same place. They both went on their own kind of morrentao. You can tell that Eric failed his because he's in the criminal underworld, and he basically says, "So it's you that's been causing all this trouble," and you're just like. Yeah, he goes, Eric, you don't have to do this. And he goes, You know I do. Yeah. And then he I just do. says, He says, I'm sorry, Yuda. And like, you know that he really fucking means it. <laughs> and then yeah. they just immediately start fighting like a cockfight. Like these guys are going fucking ham in the elevator. And, and this is a goddamn a good fight. In there. This is fucking amazing. Like, there's they one move throwing. where he picks up. Where he picks him up and throws him down, and the camera actually Dutches and follows down to the yes. ground, like it's awesome. Like Dutch angles, a lot of movement. Uh, whoops, I'm freaking out. My hands are. I just slap my microphone because I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like they have a great fight in this. I don't know if it's a prop elevator or an oversized elevator or how they all fit in there.
0: I assume it's prop because they're shooting from behind them. But, yes, dude, there's a scene where he Captain Kirk flips Eric over him he, he and does, bounces yeah. him off the fucking wall yes. and then kicks him again yes. when he comes down. It's incredible, dude. It's so The choreography good.
1: here is really good. Choreography is tight. And then, of course, he grabs Eric and can deliver the death blow. And Eric's like, to do it. You have to. Like, kill me. You have to. You have to get the fuck out. And then Eric like says, like Schwarzenegger
0: with the Predator, kill me! Eric, kill me. Come Do on! Now. What are we waiting for? Do it, <laughs> Do it now! Um,
1: <laughs> uh, your family grows wonderful tomatoes. Um, but he basically <laughs> looks at him and says, I'm not going to kill you. He goes, I'm not going to turn out like you. Which yeah. is, really, it is really the completion of his Morento journey, really, from a character yeah. standpoint. Yes. And now the two of them are standing in the elevator. This is why I love the scene so much, because it's like two martial artists. Eric is like fucking embarrassed, right? That he's realizing yeah. who he's become. And he's doing such a great job. Yuda's upset. The elevator door's open. There's two fucking hitmen. And Eric realizes that Yuda's about to get killed. Fucking shoves him to the side and takes all the bullets, Tony Montana style, right there in the elevator. It's Takes
0: gorgeous all, all the bullets. He just yells, holds Uda in the corner so he doesn't get shot. And then pop, 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 pop. These guys just empty like a, I don't know how many bullets are in a clip like that, 9, 10, times two. So he takes like 18 to 20 bullets.
1: Just pop, pop, whims. Pop, pop, pop. The fucking elevator good.
0: is sprayed with blood. He's got still- drenched in fucking blood. He's got the fluorescent
1: light flickering in the elevator, like making it really, really dark in contrast to the bright hallway that these guys are shooting from. Man, it's, awesome! Again, the whole elevator thing is my favorite part in the entire film because I think it sums up the characters. It sums up who Yuda is and who Yuda could have become. Yeah. How things could have gone for him. And in stark contrast, he decides to take the path of, of good passing his journey and then we get another mid to high kick fight with these two fucking guys he flips a guy into the fire hydrant ass first
0: like it's fucking great (laughs) well just to just to double back real quick here eric kind of redeems himself on his maranto in that final act right yes he kind of brings himself back to redemption with that final act of sacrifice for himself. So that that was a cool thing as well even though he was a piece of shit from most of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, when uh, Uda flips that dude into the fire extinguisher, the fire hose like dude, that was crazy. Yeah. And and then Uda just jumping front kicks this door open and runs in like he's not playing he's not here to sneak no, in anymore no no he's no no he is not bust he in is and no longer heads.
1: being the stealthy fucking enter the ninja cole sneaking through the <laughs> office building he's legitimately entering rooms with a flying front kick so i mean if i if i ever go on like a rampage i really hope that i can do that that i could come flying into a room with a front kick ah! Oh, nobody's here? All right. That's the way Rah! you goes. <laughs> yeah, just fucking constantly. And then, of course, these guys take Astri to the fucking containers where we get the finale of the film. The
0: finale showdown here, yeah. Let me this just say a, this something about This is a cool fight this. scene, dude.
1: They did this final scene. They had planned out on paper that they were going to be there for five to six days to shoot this final scene. They realized because of two things, the weather and B, they wanted it to, Gareth Evans wanted this to be fucking perfect. They were there for 21 days filming this final scene. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. He said that. Fuck, that's crazy. Uh, the rain would come down so they'd have to stop and wait and then dry the set and then go again. And Jesus. that kept happening. And, uh. They said they made the decision. They were there for three weeks. Well, almost three weeks. They were there for 20 days filming this final nuts fight scene amongst them.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's and this insane. Scene is a,
0: this scene is really good. The The bad guys take Astri here and they chuck her in this container with all these other fucking women that they've taken. Yeah. So uh, seeing shit like that makes me crazy. Like, I just want all these fucking guys to die. And yep. Uda is standing there and collecting himself like okay this is this is it this is my spot i think and then he just walks out yeah he like, strolls out dude, like dude, hello motherfuckers shitballs. <laughs> yeah yeah what's happening there's like 12 15 guys here yes and luke goes to goes to fight him but ratger's like no no holds luke back and says i just want to see what he's capable of and man We had a a short phone conversation the other day where we said with this fight, there's not a lot of waiting around syndrome for having one guy fight 15.
1: Yeah. There's a guy on top of the container. Like Uda. like there's, there's like 15 guys that run at him, but they're staggered. And he takes out one, takes out two, then climbs on top of the container. And while these guys are all climbing up on top of the container on their own, He has it framed up so well, because we always say, like, you know, you can't ever have in the shot a guy waiting to attack, doing nothing, and that never happens in this fight scene. You're always focused on Yuta and one other, the the guy he's fighting, and usually somebody fucking coming in, whether it's a guy climbing on a container or or coming in, it's masterful. Like, this is
0: fucking done so well. He fights, I think it's 14 guys. It's a lot of guys, man, and you know there's always guys climbing up the side of the of the container there's yeah. always guys that are that are held up behind other dudes like it's it's very very well done of timing the guys to come at uda so that he's not waiting for the next guy, or another guy is not waiting. Yeah, waiting to, for to his, his turn to kicked. attack.
1: <laughs> he actually fell off of the container. Like Eco fell off the container and really hurt his leg. There's a guy on a wire oh, that he no throws way. over, and he threw him over, but misjudged and went the fuck over himself, and had to fuck. take had to take the rest of the day off. Yeah, you fell Jesus. off a container, man. But anyway, he uh, yeah he healed up and came back. But when these two guys square up with him like they step in to fight him i love how one is on his left and one is on his right and when he looks down and sees one guy getting his feet ready and he looks to the right and he sees one guy readying his hands like he doesn't actually say anything but you can see that he's sizing these two guys up and what he thinks their primary weapons are going to be and it's fucking dope
0: yeah these guys are fucking good man i I didn't know this like Laura Bosson, the guy that plays Luke, is a, a fighter, like you mentioned before. Mads Kudal, the guy that plays Ratger, has never been in a fight movie before and is not a martial artist. But he sells this shit really well.
1: Yeah, he really, like, really he, does. He does a great job. The guy that plays Luke is almost like the rubber legs from Drunken Master man like you know his legs the dude yeah, from Jackie Chan legs, yeah are fast from. and it looks good and they use the steady cam and they're in close but then all of a sudden like they'll pull wide and put all three of them in in line in succession with each other it's and fit all three of them in a, in a in a three shot it's awesome i really really enjoyed the way that they uh they put this together man like it's a it's an exceptional fight
0: scene gareth evans did a tremendous job with this he did a really great job and like you said in this last little square up here again uda is looking at luke's feet because luke's kind of messing with his feet and he looks over at Ratger, looks at his hands so he knows what the threats are and i and he deals with them i love
1: how i love how gareth evans just puts that in there without any treating the audience like they're fucking stupid and he's like I'll watch this guy's feet. Yes. Oh, I better watch this guy's hands. They just show it. Like they just show it, and you understand it. And if you miss it, you miss it. Fuck you. He doesn't spoon feed nothing to you. All he does is like, if he wants a message, he'll just like tape it to his shoe and drive it straight up your big pimply a hole or whatever. (laughs) 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 You gonna pick up that cigarette butt? Am I gonna have to tape it to my shoe? Luke does a couple
0: of Luke does a couple of axe kicks. Oh, fucking great ass kicks. Yeah, man.
1: He does some really good kicks. I love watching yeah. his fucking feet go, man. He's shit, so yeah. good.
0: He's good. I like that eco with the silat when Luke kicks high, eco or uda drops low and like punches the inside of the knee or the inside of yeah, the thigh. I, like drops and bam or he hits it with an elbow, like it's cool yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: I man. really like how he stuffs a lot of techniques. Like he'll he'll My my old instructor down in Boston used to say retard the national. He's from Boston, so he'd say you need to retard the national natural motion of the kick. And he would like do stuff kicks and stuff like that. But that's essentially what he's doing here. Stuff your shit, yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah, he does that oblique kick a lot to stuff the motion. Yeah, where the guy will start the kick, but then he'll do that oblique and bam, and just stop it before it gets going. It's really good. Yeah, but then the two bad guys. Give the little nod and pick up the weapons here where Ratger gets the pipe and Luke gets the crowbar, yeah, and uh this is where the fight this is where the fight would be over, oh,
1: yes, but I do like and and earlier in the film, earlier in the film too, like when somebody's coming at him swinging a pipe or a stick, Yuda is always blocking the arm that's throwing the strike he's not actually blocking yes like i really appreciate how they did that he's not he's not putting his arm up and getting hit in the forearm with a with a pipe he's actually blocking the the arm that's throwing it not the weapon the arm
0: yeah well i mean that's that's what you get when you get dudes that know what they're doing like eco ues with the silat right like he knows what he's doing i'm not gonna block a pipe that's stupid i'm gonna block the arm and then the pipe won't reach me like yeah it makes sense he goes flying out. Uda goes flying out into the opening here. Ratger chases him, but turns around. And we see now that when Uda slammed the door into Luke, he actually drove the the hook, fork part of the crowbar into Luke's chest. Yeah. Killing him. Yeah. And it doesn't even look like a crowbar. It looks like a piece of bent rebar, but it, it kills Luke anyway. Like, it's about two inch. It's like a two-inch
1: thick piece of rebar bent like a candy cane impaled into his
0: chest (laughs) and that concludes part four of the podcast come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion part five if you'd like to get the entire podcast on sunday night you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads if you don't want to become a patron you can go to offendedpodcast.com buy some merch there that'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love and we get a bit of money too to help us keep the lights on here please follow us on social media at twitter we're at yhotp on instagram facebook and youtube just search you have offended this podcast You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.